Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lectures of Fallen Wisdom. And today I am going to talk about something that doesn't really, I guess, it's like talking behind people's backs. Just talking about people in a way that you wouldn't want them to hear about it. Like, you got to cut it out. Because every time you do something like that, you create a double brain with regard to that person. There's the brain of what you think about him, and there's the brain of what you talk about with him. It's like you have a judging brain, and then you have an interrelating brain. You you don't want to be separating those two. Face should be your private face, should be your public face, because guess what? Everything's public. So you're, you're, everything's out on out in the open now. You can't hide anything. So that means that you have to be like super adroit at dealing with the situations that come across you think. The, the key for you is just to maintain harmony but at the same time make a positive change if you can. But ultimately there's no hiding anything ultimately. So, so you don't want to have a ever having a conversation about somebody to somebody else that would be difficult for them to hear. If you have constructive criticism for that person, then say it in the tone and manner that doesn't totally denigrate the other person, that is constructive, that if you were talking to him directly, that's how you would criticize him. You'd be like, ah, well, maybe you should do this, maybe you should do that. So everything's constructive, everything's super respectful, that's the thing where people get all fucked up and, like, you end up losing so much bullshit, so much time, so much energy on on, on offense and, and having to deal with offense. And everybody's so haughty and everybody's so egotistical that it's really easy to offend people. So you get caught up in that whole thing and trying to be inoffensive. It's like, don't worry about that so much. It's just all about just, like, being as agreeable as possible and always trying to find a solution and like never wanting to make problems because, and that's what you do when you talk behind somebody's back. You just make more fucking problems that you already had. Okay. You cannot hide like shit you say that's like fucking bad about somebody else. It's going to come out. They're going to hear it. Same as shit you do too. Okay. So it's like we're now under like 24 hour surveillance. Like, we can't get away with shit anymore. And I think that's a good thing. I mean, people are like, oh, technology, big brother. Well, it's keeping us honest, I guess, at the very least, because everything's being recorded. So I just take it as a face value that everything's being recorded, that everything's... So what what does that mean now to you? Like, you're going to just be, like, super chill. You're going to do... You're not going to do anything stupid. You know, you're not going to do anything crazy. Does that mean you're living under, like, thought control? 
to some extent, I would have to say yes. But for the most part, the moral human gets by under any totalitarian regime because the moral human doesn't require that much. And those are the kinds of, unfortunately, and that's why a lot of people criticize the Western morality, because it fits so nicely with the oppressors and what they would like to do to us. Like Christianity in many ways has taught us how to subsist on a lower level and not worry too much about being oppressed. But on the other hand, there's a lot of strength in that too, because it means ultimately you've been able to free yourself mentally from the chains of society. And once you're able to do that, you have a lot of leeway. You have a lot of feeling of freedom. And so that's fun and that's good. And you'll, and you'll take that if nothing else, but ultimately we all need to bust out of this prison that's, that they call life in the sense that it's been defined for us. And we're sort of like arriving to an already existing situation and having to fit ourselves into it. And it's very constricting that way. It limits the possibilities drastically, obviously. And it also to kind of cookie cutter type roles, useful members of society. And there's very little enlightenment, very little happiness. You know, of course, that's what the ultimate goal of all this bullshit talk, letters of fallen wisdom, is the key to happiness. And that's why I'm coming up with these, not for any other reason. But, like, you have to understand how happiness works. And I've spoke about it so much in the other episodes. I'm not going to go completely into it right now. But suffice to say that you'll get off on talking shit about another person and letting them be the boogeyman to you and the other guy, like, you know, snickering or laughing. Like, you'll get off on that when you're depressed, when you're not letting, when you're allowing yourself to be depressed, because let's face it, you don't have to be depressed. Like, there's, when you look at your external surroundings, like, some people, like, okay, I can see why you're depressed, but, like, most of us that are depressed are depressed not because, like, we're in some really bad situation. No, in fact, we're in a pretty good situation, but we just don't see it. And we're just so like, oh, well, it's, it's okay. I mean, it could be better. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's... And that's the thing. If you try to discover before you... If you figure out... Uh, if you get some kind of monetary success before you figure out how to get happiness going to be a tough deal to get the happiness because it's very distracting to have a lot of money kind of forced to figure it out figure out how your mind works and how it is structured so that you can like manufacture happiness without having it depend 100 percent. of course all happiness ultimately is based on your achievements but it's not just like solely based on your achievements it's got to be based on some kind of mind exercise. Now the Buddhists they they wanted you to empty your mind 
And I think ultimately, yes, the, the mind needs to be empty as you act through the world. The empty mind would never talk shit behind somebody's back. The empty mind would always do the right thing in a situation, even like sacrifice itself if the situation called for it. And, and, and very heroic. So this, this uh, person you're trying to channel, it should be the goal. That's, that's how you're going to achieve happiness. Now, you, you understand that your happiness is not something you're seeking out of your external surroundings. You cannot really get it there. Um, in fact, you can't get any kind of reflection of it even because you don't have happiness inside. And so if, you're, if you can't manufacture your own happiness despite all your surroundings, then you don't deserve happiness. I mean, that's kind of how the universe looks at it. So, like, if you can't be happy with what you have right now, then I'm sorry, but, like, you just served somebody this really awesome meal, and they're like, yeah, so uh, I was all right. Like, what's for dessert? So, like, we're all doing that to existence. And existence is looking back at us and being like, you fuck. I gave you all this shit. I gave you all this. And you're just you're not you're not like vibrating with life and power and and happiness about just this and just I mean just the cuteness of like the life itself you're kind of like ho hum about that and you're depressed so it's it's offensive. It's very, you feel, you seem, you come off like a spoiled child to the powers that are looking down. And I don't mean humans, I mean some kind of something else. But all I mean is that if you were looking from an objective observer's standpoint, you just have to, you, you'll, you'll just see how the person with the empty mind will just do the right thing. And they won't have to, they don't have to lie. They don't have to like, they don't have to like create any kind of, you know, that's the thing, man. If you're feeding like negative energy into a situation, you are the problem. So even if you're speaking the absolute God's honest truth, if you say it in a negative way, you are the problem. It's really kind of crazy when you think about that because it's like the truth is not, I mean, he was right. He said, well, he asked the question. He's like, what if truth were a woman? So, and we want, and we need to get truth. We'd have to seduce her instead of just like going after her, like all scientifically like you, you understand, like all these people, like scientifically trying to pick up chicks, it's not going to work. But the idea is just like, if truth were a woman, then you have to have a hell of a lot of style to get to that truth. You can't just 
waltz in there on your fucking MIT degree and be like, oh, give me truth. And you, you develop a good part of your brain, but one part is your social part is probably not as developed. And when you get become like that Einstein of the people person, like, then you'll understand, like, that's what you need to be. And that's what all this, all these annoying people that get put in front of you and, and all the people that you get so annoyed by, <laughs> you just, like, don't understand. They're like the obstacle course for you into heaven. Because how you treat them, how you treat the lowest of them, is how you treat ultimately the guy who will be judging you. And, uh, and And this is not like, I'm not like a crazy Christian or anything. I I just look at it like it all makes sense. Like, yeah, you you you'll get judged, but not for anything you do, but for for the way you think. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm saying like you can do a lot of shit cuz ultimately you're not responsible for a lot of the stuff you do. You're reacting, you're an animal, you're an ego. So you're not going to get in that much trouble for it, especially if you repent afterward. But your thoughts can be so dark. And they are in, they in themselves are sin. Just thinking, for example, that life sucks is a sin. And it's like one of the most darkest and deadliest of sins because it appears as some kind of noble sentiment in your mind as some kind of woe is meism that that totally justifies your feeling and your situation and why you can't get ahead and all this shit that keeps you down but you get this really good feeling about this negative emotion that comes out of thinking this way thinking that like the world is basically this hopeless unchangeable shit show going into oblivion instead of thinking just the opposite that like every single moment is another chance to turn it all around to borrow a phrase but that's the idea because that's true so anything that takes you away from that is got to be death it's a death thought so it's a sinful thought I mean you can think of it that way Sin equals that which leads more to death. <laughs> and certain thinking certainly does. The cynical way, not thinking there's always some way out. Like, have faith, man. This is a video game. And it was built by a good programmer. Okay, so let's not, don't start thinking like, oh, it's all, it's just some chaotic video game that somebody set up with no rules. Okay? But make no mistake, it is a video game. So you just have to find out, well, how do you win this video game? Well, one thing is for sure, total fucking peaceful warrior. No fighting. No negative energy. You become a sorcerer in this here pinball machine. You become the un... You become the, the self-caused ball... In a, in a chaos. Now, how much can you actually accomplish being the only one in control of yourself in a chaos of sorts? There's no possible way to 
fix everything. But thought alone is itself limiting. There always is a way. And perhaps you come up with some kind of weird pulse that you do with your throat. And anytime somebody in a quiet room hears it, they instantly become cool. If you can master that kind of uh, warfare, I, I salute you. <laughs> I think some people can, level, can get on that level of hypnotism. But yes, it's all about you cultivating the stridency in your voice, the calmness in your voice, and the assurance and the confidence in your voice. Those are the three, those are the main things people are listening for now. Hey, people are, are, are very quickly tuning stuff out when you talk. You have to remember that. People, when you're talking to them, they're not listening to you. Okay, they're listening to their fucked up thoughts because they're being fed contradictory thoughts, which are making them have cognitive dis- dissonance. That's, I started to see that as a method of like, and I don't know if it's actually intentional or some kind of grand plan, but it's certainly occurring that we're getting mixed messages. We're getting messages that oppose each other. And then if you're not like actually conscious, those opposing viewpoints will just come into your head and knock against each other in a very uncomfortable way. So a lot of people are kind of just feeling torn between two, always just two viewpoints that they can't actually come down on the other side for. And so that's just what happens when you're just an open, exposed vessel in this world and you just let people, things, events influence exactly how you feel. Do you see how that's irresponsible? Like, it, it would be irresponsible for me to drive a car that doesn't have an outer body. It would be irresponsible for for me to walk around the general city without a general disposition of happiness that I knew I could maintain constantly. Because if I wasn't doing that, guess what? I'm going to be an asshole and I'm going to be another ripple asshole wave that culminates in a fucking mushroom. (laughs) I mean, you know what I mean? It's like negative energy, man. So you don't want to fucking feed into it ever about anything. You can be cool no matter what. You can. You can be that, like, calm superhero who doesn't even break a sweat. The, the more you understand this, the more the powers come. Like, right now, like, I just, I started just practicing it, right? And now, if anybody is in the street, like, that messes with me, like, they become, they're like rag dolls in my hand. I'm like a super-powered man in their hand. Not that I fuck them up. I don't. But I, it's like they're, they're, they become like, like clothing in my midst. So what I'm saying is like the power you get, and I shouldn't really sell it to you on this level, but hey, I'm going to sell it to you however I can sell it to you. But the bottom line is you want power? This is how you, you can't be, you can't, you can't be powerful if you can't be good. And guess what? It takes a lot of power initially just to be good. But remember that you don't have to even think about being good or not good. You just have to figure out how you feel. Make sure that you feel good all the time. So how do you do that? 
what I've outlined. Like you need to constantly conjure up scenes, memories, beautiful things, beautiful things you anticipate. And you have to just be a machine that constantly churns up those images and never lets them leave their rotation. Think of it as like you're the DJ and you have to keep this you have to keep this uh, bar pumping with uh, good good music and good good visuals. So how, you know what are these visuals that you're going to put up there? And if you just let your mind do it on its own, it would put up all kinds of visuals that there's no reason for you to go revisit. Anything bad, no reason to go there. If it was bad, guess what? It's over. You don't have to remember it. You're sorry. But you never have to revisit it mentally. Anything bad. Because you know, you know, you know because you, you know it was bad. So you, you, can, you can say, I'm sorry. You can beg forgiveness, even though I'll argue it wasn't actually you doing it. It was, it was an ego, which is a repository of cultural norms that gets taken over in many cases. And a lot of people are just walking around controlled egos. And that's like a really scary thought. But if you're able to break out of this ego world, the only way you're going to be able to do it and take control as an actual free, you know, one nation, one person, one unified being, then you're going to have to do a lot of, like, power moves. Most of the power moves are just being super good, being super cool, being super chill, not let it have any kind of negative energy. Like, don't give it to anyone. Don't express it to anyone. Just be positive all the time. Like, if you ever start expressing, a ne- like, complaining, eh, it's bullshit. No complaining. Okay? Unless you're doing it, like, as some kind of game. I mean, if you're doing it to try to, like, curry sympathy with your girl or, or whatever, I mean, kind of, that's kind of manipulative. But I'm just saying, like, don't really mean it. Don't actually be complaining. Because then you're violating the cardinal rule that, like, all these letters hinge on. You cannot read these letters and, like, remain depressed. Like, you have to figure out how to get undepressed. And then look at the world. So that when you get into your other depressed states, you'll see that, like, okay, I remember I was seeing the world then. Like, why aren't I seeing it now? And then you always work back to the fact you're like, well, what's in my mind now? And it's probably some event that you didn't want to recall. You didn't need to recall. You knew you, knew you fucked up. Why relive it? But that's what most people are doing. They're reliving their worst events. And each time they do it, like, their worst event, like, ages them. It's like making a co- It's just making a copy of a copy, and, like, ultimately it starts to degrade. And it starts to define your um, existence. So... Why not define it by what you did right? So you need to be feeding that computer, like, and hitting enter mentally on a constant basis. You have to be on guard here. Threw you onto this land, and they didn't give you an instruction manual for this thing. And so you've just been freewheeling it with this thing. I'm amazed you've made it this far, honestly. I'm talking about the brain. The brain. The brain 
is a, a, a high-level, efficient, beautiful machine that can be used in so many ways that we haven't even explored. It's like getting the iPhone 10 and, like, you're still, your mind is still in the world of the flip phone. That's where we are. I mean, that, that's an understatement. I mean, we are so far behind what the brain is supposed to, what it is, what it can be used for, what, what can be done with this thing. We have not, we have barely explored it because we first, we started to believe somewhere down the line that our happiness was dependent upon our external reality. And that set us back a long time, a very long time, because it, but it made us very industrious, very deadly. But the idea, it's like you think about it, it's like the idea itself, that the earth itself would not provide for, the earth itself would not provide for us, that we are left out in the cold in this world and we must work, work and toil. And that is like what just the world is, like the prison planet. And we have to, and we, and we have to become workers in the prison and then that's it. And then we die. Like a lot, you know, you, when you really look at society, do you have a choice? Like, can you not work? I don't think I, I can't. I mean, some people, like, they get rich enough, but then they're, like, constantly busy. Like, like people who have tons of money are, like, they're living, like, crazy lives. Like, meetings, this, that. They, they're living a full day. They're working still. So, and there's some people that just, like, end up, like, falling off the grid and not, and just kind of becoming a hermit with the money, which, that can't be good. So... The money thing is, like, I keep coming back to it because I understand how, like, these people that have, like, tons of money and, like, limitless resources, they end up, like, seriously drinking themselves to death. And I think it's just because they're like, why isn't this money, like, raising my happiness quotient at all? Like, that in itself is very disconcerting and very depressing. So, uh, we might, we're probably going off the live feed here, but I'm going to talk a little bit in the overrun about all this because we need to get on the, we, we need to be happy. Okay. Now, if you're not happy, if you're a happy person, then you don't even need to hear me. Nobody's really, you don't have any problems. You're fine. If you're happy, you usually do the right thing. It's just what you'll, you notice when you're not doing the right thing it's because you stop being happy. <laughs> so it's like your responsibility to get happy. Like, that should be in the fucking Constitution because that is the precursor to all. Well, is, it, it, that is the, the insurance policy underlying all society, is that if you can get people to behave in that way, all of them, then if you can get people to treat their happiness as a, not just a right, but a requirement, then they would they would have they really wouldn't have a hard time in the system to change the system if they saw something wrong, they certainly could feel empowered to change it and instead of feeling hopeless, feeling cynical, and feeling like it can't be changed, just the very pessimistic version of it, so you start to see that 
I don't. Sorry. But anyway, um, so, so yeah. So I mean, it's 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 if you're living, treating the happiness, it's your moral obligation to be happy. That's all the things. That's the only thing that you can do. So, if you're not happy coming to work, I mean, this is going to change culture because if you're not happy coming to work today, like you shouldn't come to work today and affect us with all your unhappiness for going to work. Right, so that's just all I'm saying. It's very, it's a very um, moment by moment thing. I mean, maybe it will collapse our very structured capitalist society. But when you think about our capitalist society, like we're we are now at the mercy of money conglomerates, which are essentially number schemes, which are essentially like computer programs. And or housed it's within computer programs, but they're just like numbering configurations. So the num these numbering configurations are now dictating like our lives. Very Terminator when you look at it. It's like wow, it, it does seem hopeless. But those minds and people under these very like rigid conditions, like they want more spirituality. And what are they doing? They're trying to kill it. They're trying to make fun of it. They're trying to make it like either you believe in some dorky Christianity that like allows for people to become mega rich and, and, and treat them like they're gods, or you're just some kind of atheist. Like those are the, that's the dichotomy they offer you. And so like you make fun of the people that are in the, the religious part, and then you look like an asshole. And then, you know, it's like Bill Maher, you know, like treat, like, being a dick to somebody who's like a Christian and telling them the shit's not true. It's like, that's just rude. You know, you don't do that to somebody who's trying to just offer you his belief system. You say, Oh, that's interesting. I, 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 I want to think about that. Like, thank you. Like for just describing it all in one way. And now I'm going to like, think about it. Like that's how you, when somebody gives you their religion or tells you what their creed is, that's how you receive it. If you want to, Listen, if you want the power in this fucking universe, if you want the power in this video game, then this is how you get it. And this is how you get more awake, too, in the video game. To your power. But you'll never get there ever with a negative something. So starting a shit show just to come back to some kind of harmony, which a lot of you fuckers do. I know you do. Don't do it. Try not to do it. Maybe it's maybe it's some kind of human necessity. But you always realize it's just some. I guess maybe we do it just out of sheer like exasperation, and then it does work on some level. But it's not a good way to try to create a bonding. Although I've seen a lot of lasting friendships like come about through like a conflict, but not within yourself, man. Let's not, let's get it out of yourself here, okay? So just open things up like you have to be happy and everything else will follow from there. So figure out how to get there and then you'll breathe properly, you'll do everything properly and you'll become super, super rich, successful, everything.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.